This is the tale of two witches with Jillian Number. We're just two sassy gray witches drinking our wine and spilling our tea, sharing our many misadventures and our deep love of the craft. Hello, everyone. We're finally back on the scene after a very eventful long hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't intend it to be that long, but. exactly yeah so what are we talking about today I think we're going to talk about what do you do when you meet new people Mm -hmm. or your family and you decide to tell them guess what surprise I'm a witch Ooh, this is a good one yes so I guess the question is how do you break it to someone new and when do you break it to them and how do you break it to them yeah, see, that's always that's always the questions, aren't they? Because there's I don't I think like with anything, there's never like a perfect time for it. It just kind of like like at least in my case, it always just kind of had a funny way of coming out. Like oh, like on its own naturally. Yeah. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, the full moon and wow, why are you charging all your crystals or why why are you naked and you're um, dancing under the full moon? What are you doing? Exactly. And it just accidentally, you know, pops up. Yeah, pretty much. Or okay. I don't know, like, or you hear people over talk, like talking about, no idea what they're talking about. And so you hear like, so they're talking about like tarot cards and like, oh, you can, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where I was going with this, but <laughs> too much wine. Um. <laughs> but you know and then and then so like you go to educate them right and then they're like well Mm -hmm. how do you know so much well (laughs) right like okay but what if it's like what if you just like start dating someone like when's the right time to tell someone that you're oh I love to get that over with like right off the bat really yeah so like this last guy I was dating (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute wait hold on hold on hold on okay so Do you like put that on your profile? Do you, or like, say you meet them at Starbucks, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, you're really cute. Would you like to go out for dinner or whatever? And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. I would like to. Do you tell them, but before we go on to dinner, (laughs) I just wanted to let you know that I'm a practicing witch. Or do you go to dinner and you're like having conversation Mm -hmm. and they're like, so what looks good on the menu? You're like, well, just before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that I'm a witch. Like where in this... So if you want to burn me and the shrimp on the Barbie, this would be a prime time to do it. Where in this fear of, you know, meeting someone new that you're interested in romantically, mm-hmm. do you tell them that you are a practicing witch? Well, not that I have like a whole lot of experience because <laughs> I'm recently separated, hence part of the reason for the long hiatus. Um, but I, I don't put it in my profile. Um, I like to save it more for like conversation, like general conversation when you're asking people about their views on things and whatever, then it can kind of come out. Mm-hmm. This last guy that I was seeing, that's pretty much how it happened. Like it was in conversation, like, well, what's your favorite food or what's this? Okay, well, what's your background? What are your beliefs or whatever? And and then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm actually a practicing witch and this is my view on things. And And then funny enough... <laughs> he's like really he's like well that's that's interesting my mom like her whole side of the family are are witches and 
I was like, oh, sweet. All right. Well, I've kind of already gotten in there. So, <laughs> okay. But I think with other people, I mean, I have seen different profiles or like even on Instagram, like various friends of ours, they have that all already like on their Instagram, like my Instagram profile. I say I'm a witch. Like you can read Mine it. Mine does. Yeah. Right. Um, I know I've seen profiles on, on various apps where people have that or like if they list um where you can kind of tick off like the things that you are like if you have kids no religious beliefs whatever they have Mm -hmm. that checked off I personally just like to leave for conversation okay hold on so (laughs) what happens okay so what about like when you're like with kids like you're Mm -hmm. you know you're in PTA or Mm -hmm. you're you know taking kids to school like do parents know that you're a witch do you announce that you're a witch do you just keep that on the down low like what does that look like I don't know if they know that I'm already a witch but I I'm already an oddity because I have like bright colored hair and tattoos and piercings so (laughs) I already get the the downward looks but Mm -hmm. um I mean I wear my my various uh talismans like I wear my algaes I wear my pentacle um you know, so if they can't tell that, um, I've only ever really had maybe two people confront me on it from what they okay. saw I was wearing. And one person, she actually was kind of in the broom closet. So she was oh, okay. just excited to kind of meet somebody else. And we kind of got discussing it that way. And then another one was just kind of like, how can you wear that like around the children? And I'm like, how can you wear that? And she was wearing a cross. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, and I was like, it's no different. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, but right. okay, <laughs> go bake some okay. cookies, Karen. <laughs> so if you don't have a family that mm-hmm. is um, practicing witches or witchcraft or right. even open to that, and say you come from like a super religious background, how do you break that to, um, you know, like your parents and that side of your family? Man, I'm really carrying this whole topic of conversation, aren't I? <laughs> that's yes, me. Are. That's me too. Um, well, so like my family- just I mean, there's other women out here that, you know, are yeah. dealing with the same problems, the same issues. So I think it's important that we, you know, talk about it and explain the experiences that we've been through and let them know, you know, that they're not alone in that and what that kind of looks like if they're even mm-hmm. sort of maybe dipping their toe out of the they're you know squeaking the door open a little bit and trying Mm -hmm. to peek out and see like what that would look like if they did um tell everyone that they were practicing witchcraft because you know we can talk about this later but obviously all the stigma attached to it so right I mean it's hard because really I mean if you really break it down I mean if you really look at it with an open mind in regards to witchcraft and stuff it's really no different than any other religion especially like christianity i mean what chris what christians call a bible is no different than perhaps someone's grimoire what they call you know prayer is no different than our prayers or spells what we call spells um taking holy communion is no different than you know sacrificing the blood of virgins so that i can look younger. (laughs) exactly um 
Um, but no, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm just kidding. I really don't. But <laughs> but you do stay so young. Like, I really yeah. do want to know what your secret is. Um, but well, no, I mean, if you really think about it, there are there are very sim- similar things across the board. It's just, it's called something different and it's stigmatized because you have one religion that is being so judgmental of another because it's not, it's not said in the way or sung in the way or, you know, that they do it and it's bullshit. In my regards, like, I got very fortunate in the fact that my Mima. God, God love her. I mean, she's, she's awesome. She, my whole family is like, she, oh, you would love her to death. I swear to goodness. Like we drink wine. We talk about fuzzy handcuffs and apparently how my papa can still pitch a tent without. I don't need to know that. That's way too much information, (laughs) even for me. And I don't even know them. So moving on. I'm just trying to give insight to what I have to do. I'm good. I'm good off that. Thanks. (laughs) But no, like my whole family. Some things you should keep to yourself. That's right there. That's one of them. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, now you know where I get it from. Why I'm so like open and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. No, but my whole family is like su- Southern Baptist, like from South Carolina, super Southern Baptist Bible Belt. Um, I that's actually how I grew up. And when you're a little kid and stuff, looking back, like I could tell that the path was always with me um but when you're younger and you're growing up and you're in essence conditioned to certain things you don't really know what it is or what to call it you know so you kind of go along I did not realize my true calling until probably I don't know probably like six to eight years ago and I was kind of in the broom closet because Southern Baptists, if anybody knows, um, super like against it, you're automatically evil. You're turned away. It's, you know, terrible. Um, but I came out to my family one day because I was researching herbs and helping with like herbal remedies and stuff. And <clears throat> I just sat down and I couldn't take it anymore. And I sat my mom down. I said, listen, I said, I just got to tell you something. I said, I'm, I'm a practicing witch. I said, you know, this is what I do. This is what I believe. Um, this is why I know so much about this, like the, the herbalism and all that. It's just a part of what I believe. And she was receptive, but of course it's not what she believes. So she was just kind of like, okay, that's good. And we just don't really talk about it. Um, now my Mima, on the other hand, she is way more open-minded. And that's your mom's mom. That's my mom's mom. Yeah. She's okay. super open-minded and she goes, Oh honey, I was talking to the divine and long before you <laughs> and the trees. And, you know, I would just sit up there for hours and, and talk to, you know, whoever it was. And, you know, she just, a lot of things I, I actually kind of get from her. And so she, I think she understands in a lot better in a lot deeper way. So I can actually talk to her about things. Um, but the rest of my family, it, it is a struggle. I mean, they love me in the way that they can and in the best way that they can. But there are times where things will come about 
where they like to impose their views or try to. And (laughs) that's when conversation usually just kind of fades out. Okay. I mean, we can talk about on another episode about um, raising our kids. Yeah. And what we believe in and all of Mm -hmm. that stuff and, you know, not having our kids in situations where they are um, around people that are uh, right kind of close-minded versus you know some things that Mm -hmm. we want them to be open about so we'll talk about like raising kids in our beliefs later Mm -hmm. um but I don't know I think that I think that it's a hard conversation starter Oh, yeah. You know, to have with a parent that uh, really, you know that you're going to have some sort of obstinance with. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I think people, it's just easier for, you know, practicing witches or whatever it is, whatever other religion that's different from what you were raised in Mm -hmm. to just kind of stay in the closet, leave everything in there. And then when you see them, just go along with the flow uh and then you know because the reality is we don't we're not in contact with them so much all the time that (coughs) we don't um we can just leave it there and then be done with it like we did our due diligence with them and we're done with it and then we can just go back to our regular lives Mm -hmm. um but I think that it's sort of I think that it's really important to live in your truth Mm -hmm. So, you know, telling every, telling the people who need to know that are closest to us, what we're doing, uh, is it's sort of, you know, it's refreshing and it's very, you know, it's freeing. Right. And, and I, I don't want to, I'm not saying anything negatively about those who choose to stay in the broom closet because, Sometimes it's a safer place. Yes. Sometimes it is. I mean, for business, like I run my own Mm -hmm. business and I definitely am not, you know, advertising my business and saying at the end, you know, and I'm a practicing witch. Like some stuff you have to keep separate. Right. And that's fine Um, because, you know, it's not, it's, there's a place for everything. And sometimes there's specific areas that don't need to be addressed. Business-wise and things like that. Right. And sometimes given the situation, whether it's family or business or whatever, there is that very real possibility that it could do more harm than good. And I don't think that's wrong to really consider that because, I mean, we have to live. We have to protect ourselves and our children if you have them. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with considering any of that at all. Um, but I will say that like for me, especially when it came to my family, um, for me, it was a situation where, like I said, they came upon certain things that I was doing and, you know, I would overhear certain conversations about alternative beliefs and stuff. And for me, it was just, I'm one of those people where. I feel like a great injustice was being made. And so, <laughs> Hi, I'm a Sagittarius. Exactly. Um, so I'm one of those that I will tend to like 
just say what I got to say. And I felt like not only was I sticking up for other people, but also myself. Um, Because like you said, I think it is important to live in your own truth. And I think it is important to be as unafraid as possible because I feel like if you're denying the truth then you're denying who you are and, and saying that you don't matter when it comes that everyone else and everything else matters before you. And that's, that's not true. You matter just as much. So, I mean, I can't sit here and tell anybody exactly when the perfect time is, if ever, to come out mm-hmm. and address it. Mm-hmm. But I will say that if you're getting to that point where you feel like you're not being true to who you are and you're finding yourself putting others and their beliefs and whatever um, ahead of yours, ahead of yours. to your own dr- mm-hmm. detriment. Um, and again, this is this is outside of like, you know, safety measures, of course. Um, but then I, I think you should really think on that because you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be who you are and embrace who you are on every single level, just as much as anyone else does. Have you had negative feedback from, okay, so let's skip the family topic, but mm-hmm. just, um, maybe like different people you've met, maybe different people you've dated or different people, maybe your kids' friends or whatever. Like, have you had any backlash on that end? And how do you deal with that? And what do you say um, when that happens? The only- I personally, myself, uh-huh. have not had backlash. But I don't know if that's because I'm a little bit... Um, not aggressive (laughs) (laughs) but there's no room for bullshit either so right it's sort of like it is what it is and I almost dare you to say something to me right so like that's kind of my that's kind of how that's my that's my jam that's my aura that I put out there um (laughs) yeah so I haven't had any backlash personally Because I think that, you know, if you can back your uh, belief up with a lot Mm -hmm. of information and the more things you know about it and the more educated you are on it, Mm -hmm. the more or the less, um, the less room there is for people to come, you know, for you. And I think that us coming respectfully in those conversations also helps but what happens because I personally have not had any negative um you know vibes or any sort of negative comebacks towards me Mm -hmm. I haven't um had to deal with that I don't know if you have other than maybe you know your family or like your mom or whatever testing you on it but what if they're not related to you and they're just like a random person or even like your kids' friends, moms or parents that are sort of like, I don't even know if I want my kid to come spend the night at your house or whatever it is. How do you, how do you deal with that? I've never really had like any major negative feedback. Um, 
it's not like I go waving around my witchy flag or anything like that, but I am a very open person. So like I do, like I said, I wear my, my talismans and things like that. The only thing that I've ever really experienced is like I said, at my kid's school, which I walk in anyway, I already get a look, but this one mother noticed that I was wearing, you know, a pentacle and my algaes and stuff. And she made a comment, like I said, about me, me wearing that around children. And, um, and then I made the comment back about her cross and, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it's so easy to be snide and rude. I didn't say it in a snide or rude way. I just, I'm pointed out and I said, it's, it's no different than what you're wearing. And, and I try to be, I try to show compassion and I try to be tactful because I feel the the first person who jumps off the bat and gets angry, you've already lost. Like, because that people who do things like that, that's what they want. They want a reaction. They want a reaction to prove, especially people like, like us, uh-huh. that you're angry and evil monsters <clears throat> and, you know, bullshit. So I feel like even if it's hurtful, if, if you can find the strength to embrace another person with compassion and educated tactfulness, right. nine times out of 10, they shut down immediately because they don't have a leg to stand on. Because again, they're coming from a place of unknown and fear and ignorance. Well, and they're coming from social um, Exactly. Exactly. So they, they have no, they have nothing to back up their opinion. It's just solely out of fear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just like, you so know, basically the more educated you are, mm-hmm. the more information you have, you're able to combat that and then have a real conversation with someone. Exactly. Right? Yep. Okay. Or, or they'll just shut down and then, you know, it won't be an issue again, but it's, it's really no different than any other topic. Like people that make the assumption because I have colored hair and tattoos and a septum piercing that, you know, I'm some lazy piece of shit or terrible parent or whatever, you know, when they actually take the time to get to know me and realize Mm -hmm. that their snide comments aren't going to rile me, then you'd be, I mean, I've actually made friends with quite a few people. Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, wow, I, I never expected you to be like that. Well, <laughs> that's if, but they have to get past themselves. You know what I mean? Like they have to set the, you have to be able to see and beyond yourself, you know, set whatever preconceived notions you have. It's no different than us as witches going up to Christians and because it's, it's so easy, right, to assume all Christians are judgmental and terrible and whatever, okay? But the fact is, is that Christians are just as unique as we are, you know? Um, and I'm just using that as an example because that's a big, that's a big right. one. Um, but, I mean, it's it's no different than that. We have to be able to set aside our preconceived notions to have that conversation because when you can truly have that conversation that's how gaps get bridged that's how healing begins and that's how you start realizing that it's not about your belief or my belief or your side or my side it's about just being human and finding that common ground right and don't you think though that it's kind of like an educational experience like you can 
you know, everyone has a preconceived notion of what that, of what witchcraft looks like and what witches mm-hmm. look like. So it's our, that's our shining moment to me, at least I'm like, Oh, that's my shining moment that I can um, debunk some of those crazy mm-hmm. stereotypes so that they can actually see, which is important to both you and I, which is why we're even doing this podcast, right. why we are even having our Instagram pages. Like it's so important and it's, kind of an honor to have these people who are asking us questions and the less combative we are with them Mm -hmm. and the more knowledge that we have eventually they're going to say to us you know I've always kind of wondered that and I sort of was wondering like I always kind of was interested in that and I kind of always thought this like isn't that like what are your thoughts on that so it's kind of like it's an opportunity for us to sort of even if it's just one person to the next person to the next person each mm-hmm. time we have contact with that person we're sort of like debunking the stereotype that you know Hollywood has put out there or right. um, that the church has put out there about us so it gives us the opportunity to kind of show them what this looks like and it's not anything that they had already had preconceived notions about. So it's sort of exciting. And it's really, um, to me, it's kind of a, that's like where, where we want to be. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's our, that's our path. Like our path is to educate and to show them it's not really what you've already had in your mind. It's really, it's something different and it's a beautiful thing. And it's okay. Yeah. But the more fear that there are of witches that are staying in the broom closet for whatever reason, and it's fine if you do, but just know that the more of us that come out that really can show what it looks like, the less fear and the less, you it know. destigmatizes Yeah. What it looks like. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, like you are you know rocking different colored hair and you have your piercings and you have your tattoos and all of that like you're out there front and center and here I am like I am not (laughs) like you're like bam here I am and then there's me who I'm just sort of like here I am like I kind of look normal (laughs) still the more glamorous normal looking one of us both Right. So then like we can, you know, like people more approach us differently, I think, initially. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just a great time to really like converse. And I think that the more people like that I've talked to are really sort of like, all right. So like, what is that? What's that look like for you? What is what is that about? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And like they're not so afraid to like ask me as they are before they judge me because they don't judge until you know at all and then they just sort of you know ask because I you know when our kids were little I was like I don't know I just I didn't really put it out there and eventually like it kind of just it meandered its way through um, PTA and, you know, soccer and, you know, different sports affiliation and people would just come up to me and ask me about it. Mm -hmm. And initially I sort of was like, 
I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all go through that phase. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you start like learning more and more and you have more stuff to back up your opinion and you research and you've read and you've done more stuff and you feel more confident about taking on those conversations, then you're sort of like, all right, what do you want to know? But I definitely like, I'm not like, hi, um, so tell me about your, this is, you know, your first day at in school or this is back to school night and uh hi everyone I'm classroom so you know right I'm this this is my kid here and I'm a witch like that's not how it goes but right you know I think that as I've gotten older it's really not um an issue to me as when I was younger Mm -hmm. as a younger practicing witch it was sort of like taboo to really like you wanted to keep it on the down low but as I've gotten older and progressed in our craft it's sort of like listen I don't really care if you need to ask me that's great we'll talk about it if you want to pretend like it does it's not happening that's fine too right but um I don't know it's kind of just like this weird you know transition so but I've always been out of the broom closet like I've never really hidden it but I've never also just been like well you're heritage but you're hereditary so right that's kind of like your norm it was my norm but I think though it changes like it's this weird like thing once you have kids like you don't want them to be you know, stigmatized because, you know, their parents practice something different. And you also, you know, go through this thing, like, I did not grow up in an affluent area like I am raising our kids in. Right. So this is like a whole, it was a whole other type of community for me. So it's sort of like they were, you know, drinking wine and watching desperate houses <laughs> as groups of women and like everybody knew everybody's business and I don't know it was just this whole thing and the last thing you wanted to do was be different and make right. a statement about <clears throat> how you are initially that's how I thought and then as I got older I sort of was like fuck it like I don't really give a shit what you think about me <laughs> so yeah come over if you want to or not but I also know that there's a time and a place for it and as far as my business is concerned, that's something that I don't cross over. So um, I keep my business life separate and I mm-hmm. keep my regular life, you know, separate from that. So well, that's I think, okay too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think too, like you just have to, I think a lot of it depends on who you're around too. Cause like, <clears throat> You know, you just get around some people that like you can, you feel their, I mean, you feel their vibe, you know? And I think if, even if you don't know if other people are witches or if they're even open-minded per se, like you can kind of tell if they're more open to that being Mm -hmm. a subject or that being outed versus someone who just is completely closed off. If I come around someone who I just, there's no, No. like, I don't even... I don't even bother. I don't even really participate unless it's a situation where like, I feel they're being discriminatory or, you know, just ignorant. Then of course I'll stand up and say something. But if it's just like, you know, just someone who's just very close-minded or whatever, I usually don't even bother because, you know, 
what's the point of going down that road? I don't know. I think, I think in the end, what it really comes down to is, you know, whether you're in the broom closet or you're not, whether you're riding that open door fence. (laughs) um, Right. I've had way too much wine. Um, Me too. You know, I think, I think what we're trying to hit home here is that regardless of what you believe or timing or any of that, it's just important to really embrace who you are and be and not be afraid of your own truth and when the time is right when you feel it because you'll know it if and when you know go forward in that and it may never come sometimes it it may never come yeah and that's okay too that doesn't make you any less of a witch any less of a man or a woman or or human it makes you human and everyone has their own journey and their own timing of things. And that's okay. All right, guys. Well, that marks the end of another fabulous episode kicking off 2020 here. And uh, thanks for sticking around and joining us yet again and putting up with our long hiatus, which we can't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have a lot of really good topics coming up this year. We've put a lot of thought into what we wanted to talk about. And we're going to have a lot of mm-hmm provoking and some really good discussions so we hope you guys stick around and take this exciting journey with us totally all right guys well thanks again and blessed be blessed be ending today's episode with a quote from albert camus in the depth of winter i finally learned that within me lay an invincible summer.